make sure that you're filling up your cup so that you can be of service to others. And whether that's your family, whether that's your clients, whoever it is, you can only be the best you can by filling your cup first. And I truly believe that you can't expect somebody else to fill your cup for you. Hi, friend. Welcome to another episode of Why Can't I? The Coach and Grow Co. podcast. I'm Sarah Hegstrom, CEO of The Coach and Grow Co., where we build healthy health coaching businesses and healthy profits online. And my goal for this show is to bring you episodes that have you asking the very important question. One I've been asking myself from a young age, why can't I? Followed by a little bit of watch me. All right, let's dive in. Hello and welcome to another episode of my podcast, Coach Grow Flow, where I interview successful health coaches and have them share a little bit about their journey, what it's been like, why they do what they do. And today I am so excited to have Christine Terrio on the show. And she is, if you don't know her, she is part of the Coach and Grow community. She is a national board certified health and wellness coach, an IIN alumni, and she works with women really focusing on sugar, detox, gut health, and self-care and mindset. And she really focuses on a simple approach, which I really love. And I think that's why me and Christine connect so well, because we don't like to overcomplicate things. I think that we both have a very like chill, grounded vibe. And Christine really focuses on ditching diets and simply enjoying the best life possible, which is something that I definitely want. So Christine, thank you so much for being here today. Sarah, thank you for having me. I always love connecting with you and talking with you. It's been such an incredible journey, just connecting and building this relationship. Yay. I feel the same way about you. I was actually talking about you today on our team meeting and I was like, Christine is like our like ideal coach to have in our community because you have such a growth mindset. Like from the very beginning, the first time I ever met you, I'm like, she is so grounded, grounded energy where it's like, you feel very comfortable being in your presence, but then like your mindset is always like, oh, like, how can I do this better? Or what about this? It's like, you're always, I feel like you're like always thinking about improvement and like showing up in the best way possible. Do you feel like that's true? I feel like that's like this new chapter that I'm in. I can't say I've always been in that mind space, but definitely the last few years, you know, once, once you start thinking in different ways, you just kind of like elevate and evolve and continue with that. So, yeah. So I used to be the, I can't, or this is why I can't. And then I switched it and it's the name of your podcast. Like, why can I, and how can I do it? So how can I make this easier? How can I just, I think I hit a point in my life where I wasn't feeling that way. And it was just like, how can I, what can I do differently? And just getting curious about it. But yeah, it's always, that's been my motto ever since. So when you made that shift from I can't to I can or how can I, was that when you became a health coach? Was that before? Like, do you remember? So it was just before. It was probably just a little before the pandemic, maybe like six months before the pandemic or a year before the pandemic. And I was just, you know, not feeling good 
in life overall. Like I was just like, everything was falling apart in a sense. It felt Mm -hmm. like, and I was just like, okay, how can I change this to feel good? How can I just be grateful for what I have and kind of get to that mindset and do it? We're starting to go through like meditations. I would go to a meditation center in the city and it kind of just, that was the shift I needed. It was Mm -hmm. just like changing the thought Mm -hmm. really kind of just changed my outlook and it kind of changed how I was feeling. And so I kept doing that. So anytime a thought would come up that really didn't make me feel good, I was like, okay, how can I change it? How can Mm -hmm. I think about it differently? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's so powerful. Were you the only one like in your friend group, family group who was making these changes? Like, going to this like meditation or was there somebody who kind of was like showing you the way? No, I kind of was just looking for my own answers. Yeah. I was doing it on my own. I wasn't yet sharing or being open, I think with my friends, how I was feeling. So I was just kind of navigating it on my own. Mm. And like, bravo to you, honestly, because that change right there, it sent you down this path that you're on. And now you're helping other people transform their life. And that to me is like so huge. It takes a lot of courage to be like, Hey, this isn't working. Let me try something different. Let me fix it. A lot of people. And you know, maybe you were in that for a while, go into this victim mentality of like, Oh, this is just like my life. This is like where I'm at. It just sucks to be me kind of mentality. And so I just like love hearing that you're like, okay, let me just like make the shift. Let me try new things. And then now you, here you are today, which I want to talk about. I want to talk about Christine. What kind of coaching do you do? Who do you help? So I help women who are just needing to find the time to prioritize themselves, who want to prioritize themselves and their health and really kind of breaking down those limiting beliefs and those habits that are getting them in their way. So it's mostly, it ends up being mindset when it comes down to like the coaching sessions. Cause a lot of the times what I found, like, and especially in one of my first client, in one of my first client sessions was she didn't realize she had choices. She was stuck in such thought, like such a mindset where she forgot she had a choice. So that helped me like shift to create simply, which is setting intentions to motivate, prioritize and love yourself. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of my journey too, right? Like setting the intention to like, really like prioritize me and love me and be grateful and just stay motivated. So in helping women kind of ditch the diet and create new rules for being healthy that feel good to them. And not giving them like, this is what you have to do, but what do you want to do? What feels good to you? And really getting in touch with your body, like what feels good to your body? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where I kind of pivoted to in the beginning. And ironically, during the pandemic, I went through IIN and I was going through some papers at home at my mom's, just cleaning out because that's what we do during the pandemic. And I had wrote this article back in high school how to stay healthy while under stress. Mm. And it was all the healthy habits that was part of my program of simply living. And I was like, well, if this isn't synchronicity, if this isn't like my sign to keep going, like, I don't know what is. And I was reading and I was like, I had all the, all the steps, all my five habits that you get in my freebie. Like I had written them 15 Mm. years ago. Mm. I love that. I mean, that's just, 
an example of our path is unfolding exactly how it should. But when we're in it at the time, like we can't see all of the connection points, right? But looking back, it's like, oh, this makes a lot of sense. So Christine, were you pretty health conscious in high school? Like would we have not been friends? Because I was not health conscious. I don't even think I knew what a healthy habit was. I like, what's a healthy habit? <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, really what I wrote about is like, get enough sleep, eat your vegetables and fruits and move your body, right? You those were healthy. like, those are my healthy habits as a teenager and not to eat as much fast food because I grew up on McDonald's. I wasn't always healthy. Like okay. my okay. grandparents still think I would go to McDonald's like as an adult because I was so picky of the eater, but I was always trying, like, I always remember trying to be active. I always remembered like making sure I had a vegetable at dinner, but that was the only vegetable that I was having as a teenager. I wasn't having veggies at breakfast and at lunch. Yeah. Um, so my healthy, it has changed and evolved over the years, but kind of the principles of it have been the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Brooklyn. Okay. And what is like the food scene in Brooklyn and like the health conscious and the habits? Like, would you say? Growing up, I don't know that it existed really. Yeah. Right. Like it was just, you had pizza on Fridays, you would have play dates, have Chinese food or have like go to TGI Fridays or these chain restaurants. That was kind of like our thing. And then, you know, I would always eat at home during the week. So it wasn't it wasn't really emphasized. I mean, my mom showed me like the food pyramid and like Mm -hmm. making sure you eat your vegetables and your fruits and things like that. But even that was a little bit backwards to what we know now. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. So Christine, I want to talk a little bit about like your focus being a health coach. And so one thing that I like to do on this show is showcase other health coaches and what they're doing. And I know that you've seen this segment of the podcast before you've listened. So you kind of know. So a lot of health coaches watch this. And so I want to speak to the new health coaches for a little bit who are trying to get started with their business and their niche and and really showing up. And I think that your journey is a great example of shifting. So I want to talk a little bit about like your very first program or group or kind of like the lives you were doing, like at the very, you first became a health coach, you're ready to go, you're showing up versus what you're leaning into now. Yeah. So, oh gosh, when I you remember a health coach, What's I, up? I said, when I first started, I didn't even want to go live. <laughs> but then I, I was trying to hide behind the camera the whole time, but Yeah. When I first started, I didn't really have a program. I was just talking about like creating healthy habits and signing friends and family as clients in the beginning. And then it wasn't until Launch It Live or Launch Coach and Grow Now that, you know, I started to create a program and find my niche and and do those things. So in the beginning, it was like whoever wanted to kind of do like one-on-one sessions with me and kind of like use the circle, the wheel of wellness and kind of go that way. And then as I was learning through you, like the strategies, I started to create my program. I started to add in that outline and create guides for them. I think the biggest thing that I did 
was the live series I did a New Year Revolution. And so that was kind of like my staples of healthy habits of how to like get started and ditching the diet. And then that led into my program. And then I also have done the sugar detox challenge because I feel like that always creeps up and it's always good to do like once a year or twice a year. Um, So those have been my two focuses. Okay. And now I finished IIN gut course. I'm leaning towards creating either its own program or an addition of my current program focused on gut health. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I talk about it a little bit in my Simply program, but kind of going into more detail in this next chapter. Yeah, I love that. Okay. I also want to talk a little bit about you and showing up on your social media. So I have seen you show up and share things that you're currently working through. And I think one thing that we feel as health coaches is that we're supposed to be like in perfect health all the time. And if we share something that we're working on or we're struggling with, people won't want to hire us. So how have you navigated that and showing up and sharing what's really going on in terms of like your health journey currently? Yeah. So as I was going through the gut health course, I thought it was important for me to actually do my own GI map test and kind of go through the steps that I would want to help my client on to kind of deepen my knowledge. And I've always done that firsthand. I did the whole 30 couple of years ago just to like understand what it felt like to go through it before I suggest it to a client. So yeah, so I've been sharing my results from my GI map. So having finding out that I have candida and finding out that I have H. pylori, I've been sharing, you know, what that protocol looks like on my stories. And, you know, I've been getting a lot of feedback from different people saying, I think I have that, or I have that, or tell me more. So even though I want to be focused on coaching, I haven't, you know, I don't know everything yet. I'm learning it. So it's like, I might as well share what I'm doing, show them what it looks like and why it's important. So that when I go through the process, when they see the results, they're going to say, can you tell me more? Can I work with you? Yeah, I love, I love, like notice Christine didn't say, they're saying like, oh my gosh, you're not perfect. Or, oh my gosh, I can't believe you have that. Did anybody say that? Oh my gosh, you're a health coach. I can't believe that you're struggling with candida. No, right? Nobody said that. Nobody said that to you. They're all curious. They're all thinking, maybe this will help me. Yeah. Right? Maybe I have some gut issues going on. And who are they going to reach out to when they're ready to start working on this. Christine, because Chris, Chris, you're the one, Christine, who showed them and introduced this idea to them, right? And like went through it. I talk about this often, like when I was health coaching, one of the first programs that I actually sold was a Candida cleanse. And it was when I had done it, I did it myself. And then I was getting ready to do it again. And I was like, who wants to do this with me? And my audience was like, I do. I remember watching you do this. I think I need this, right? But there's something in our brains at the beginning that says, if I show a weakness, a struggle, people won't want to work with me. They won't trust me. They won't believe me. But there's a huge disconnect there because people trust those who are authentic and real. Yeah. And I think the idea of always being in perfect health is really fiction. It's unattainable Um, too. There's always going to be, we're always going to go through something at some point even as a health coach. So I feel like, 
you might as well share because one, I've connected with other health coaches that have candida and we're kind of going through the pains together. And I've had other people that are not health coaches reach out to me and be like, can you tell me more about this? And that's what it's all about. It's, you know, sharing your experiences and seeing how we could help each other Mm -hmm. through it. I mean, I don't think it's not like ideal to think like you have to be perfect. I don't think that word should exist. Yeah, it doesn't serve anyone. It doesn't serve you. It doesn't serve your audience. It doesn't serve others. It's the thing. It's very unattainable. This like perfection. We're not robots. We're humans, right? And honestly, you know, as health coaches, we definitely learn this because usually the reason we get into health coaching is because of our own health struggles. But through those struggles come growth, right? And so if it's not like you become a health coach and then you stop growing. So, I mean, some people probably do. And like, that's kind of unfortunate, right? Because you want to continue to grow all throughout life. And in order to do that, like a lot of times it's going to come with struggles. That's just kind of the way that it works. So mm, love that, Christine. Love that. Okay. I want to talk about what you want women to know about health. Like, what would you say is like your message for your ideal clients? Like what is something that you really try to help your clients understand? To listen to your body. Your body knows what it's trying to tell you. Sometimes we don't know how to interpret it, but to really like listen to your body and make time for you. Mm -hmm. Prioritize not only your physical health, but your mental health, your emotional health. Make sure that you're filling up your cup so that you can be of service to others. And whether that's your family, whether that's your clients, whoever it is, you can only be the best you can by filling your cup first. And I truly believe that you can't expect somebody else to fill your cup for you. I think that was the lesson I learned a few years ago. And every choice we make today to take care of our body helps us for our future self. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Tell us about something in your business that you are currently working through. Maybe it's challenging you at the moment or something that her eyes, if you do, if you're listening to the podcast, you won't see this, but if you watch the podcast, her eyes, when I said that they get, they get big. They're like, Whoa, <laughs> what comes up for you, Christine? Do you want me to pick one? <laughs> no, you guys, this is real talk. Being an entrepreneur, <laughs> it's like, it depends on the day and the hour, right? In terms of like, what's on my list, what I'm struggling with, what I'm working through. I'm, I'm with you guys. I'm so with you. Yeah. What do you got? What should we talk about? Yeah. So sometimes like, I think I have too many ideas at once. So I start something and then I start the next thing. And then it's, I never finished the first thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so currently I am working on, I haven't done like a webinar masterclass yet. So I'm working on creating one for gut health mm-hmm. and then hopefully presenting that before the end of the year and then launching my program in January. Yeah. I think that's like a good time, like after the holidays to start something like that. So that's kind of what I'm working on now. And what I didn't realize, like, I mean, my webinar, I, it's like 75 pages so far. And like to maintain like an hour's worth of content that it takes a lot. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of time, which I didn't realize, yeah. but it's still like, it's something I'm learning and I'm growing with. And so I'm still excited to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not like 
dragging my feet, but it was just something, you know, that I'm a woman show right now. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A masterclass webinar, they're a lot of work. You want to do them right. Me and Christine have talked about this. You want to do them right the first time because ideally you're reusing it. So a lot of, and Christine's not a new entrepreneur. This is not her first rodeo. So she knows that. So Christine, that's why it's taking you longer. When you first start as an entrepreneur, you have this, this need for speed. You want to get things out. You want to get it out fast. As you become more experience, you realize that spending more time up front is actually worth it in the long run. You'll get better results. You won't have to redo it as much. It is so worth the time. But again, even though, Christine, you've been doing this for a long time, this is like your first one. So it's going to take you longer than your next one, right? You have to learn all of the things and you have to get all of the content. And the name of the game with like a webinar... I know we've talked about this, Christine, and I think you're thinking about doing it live, but for anybody listening who wants to automate it, holding attention is really important. And in order to hold attention, you need a lot of slides and that can take some time. That is also something that you can outsource for not too expensive. You still have to write all the content, but you can outsource it. I would say probably for $50 having somebody make those slides. So think about how much time it takes you in Canva to do all that. It would take me probably to do 100 slides, uh, probably like four hours. It takes my graphic person like an hour, maybe, maybe. She's so fast. And that just goes to show the importance of like working with experts, no matter like what it is. When you can, I know sometimes you have an influx of time. You have more time. You have less money, you have more time. So it makes sense for you to do it. But when you have a little bit of money, and time then becomes your money, using that money to get some of your time back makes more sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think in addition to like the Canva part of it, it was the organizing how you wanted to deliver it, right? So it's what are the key points? What are the takeaways you want them to remember? And then how do you want to deliver it? So that was what took me a lot of time too. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely like a big a big investment of time. But, you know, as somebody who's done some successful master classes, they're definitely worth it. Yeah. So I'm excited for you. And then also the timeline. I like your timeline. I think that January for health coaches is really huge. If you can get people before January, get them to commit, that's really good because people are already thinking once Christmas rolls around, like, what are they going to be doing? And a lot of times people think like, oh, the holidays, they're so busy. People are busy. They are. But people also have a lot more downtime, like right after Christmas, before the new year, where they can be watching a masterclass, a webinar, consuming things and getting signed up. So I think that that window of time, which I know you've played with for your other programs, is really good. And so I think you having like a deadline to get this thing up and ready and people registered for that time is like a good goal. Yeah, because I think that that's kind of when people make their New Year's resolutions to lose weight and to get healthy. And that's how I kicked off one of my last live series of the New Year revolution and marketing to them, don't choose another diet, like come listen to me. And they did. Yeah. So I'm like, really, I think that's a great time to, it is a great time for health coaches to like launch. Yeah. I'm really excited too, because I feel like every year we become more and more aware of wellness and anti-diets and our consciousness increases. And we want to do things that not 
that other people are doing or that is being marketed, but that feel good in our soul. And more people are gravitating towards eating whole foods and exercising and meeting their goals without depriving themselves. And I feel like that's exactly what you teach in your coaching. So I just feel like every year, it's just going to be more and more people who are like, yes, I need this. Like, Christine, teach me the way. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people are listening now. Yeah. I always, I remember friends being on like Weight Watchers and I'm like, why are we counting points? Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Is your belly full? Is your belly feel satisfied? Is it nourished? Why are we counting points? That was something that always stuck with me. Yeah. I mean, I I did like slim fast for sure. I remember that. It's like, I'm hungry. I want something quick and like, I don't want to gain weight. That was like the mentality, right? Like in high school and college, but yeah, definitely now we have some coaches who are in college now and like they're vibe and their mentality it's so it's so different there's just a different awareness around health and wellness now there's more information with social media people are really opening up to it which makes me very excited because the health coach market is growing and people still need a lot of help a lot of help yeah okay christine let's do a rapid fire real quick okay i want to ask you i'll just ask you a few of like your favorites what you recommend if you like it yay nay and yeah just whatever comes to mind i say like rapid fire but like honestly if you need a second that's fine too you know sometimes (laughs) it's like oh i don't know so what is one book that you would recommend to somebody listening I would recommend to somebody listening. Okay. So for health coaches, I think that would be the You Are a Badass or I Still Love the Success Principles by Jack Canfield. Me too. Those are both great books. Okay. Ideal way to start your day. Yoga. Yoga. Ideal way to end your day. Journaling. Journaling. What do you journal about at the end of the day? Is there like a prompt or a method or is it just whatever's on your mind? It's usually whatever's on my mind. I've been doing like a lot of inner child work. So it's sometimes related to that, or it's just reflecting on what went well and how do I want the next day to look? How important do you think a gratitude practice is? 100% important. Yeah. It's helped me even transform my mindset, right? Looking for things that you're grateful for brings you more things to be grateful for. It's contagious. Mm-hmm. For me, it was like contagious. And I just don't know how I was thinking other ways in like in my past. Yeah. Sometimes I couldn't see the good. And now it's just, that's all mm-hmm. I see. Oh, I love that so much. Okay. We're going to end there. Cause I like that. Clip. I like that. <laughs> it's a reminder if you are listening and you don't have a gratitude practice to start one. Honestly, I really like the five minute journal for like something really easy because it's like three things in the morning you're grateful for and three things at the end of the day that you're grateful for. And you don't even need the journal to do that. You can just remember that I just said that and do it on your own. I think that's like such an easy way to start a gratitude practice if you don't have one. And I also love that gratitude is becoming mainstream too. It's like free happy pills, honestly, like doing gratitude, like you can't not feel happy after doing a gratitude practice. Exactly. Right? So good. Okay, Christine, where can everybody find you and connect with you? Okay, so I'm at Simply Living Journey on Instagram. You can find me there. 
I have a website, simplylivingjourney.com as well, but I'm mostly, if you want to DM me, DM me on Instagram and I will chat Yay. with you. Yay. Okay. I will put Christine's links in the show notes so you guys can check out all of her work, all of the amazing things that she's doing. Christine is also a co-coach in Launch Coach Grow. So if you are in that program, now you have learned a little bit about her. Let her know that you appreciate her. Let her know that you listen to this. I'm sure she would love to hear it. Okay, Christine, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me, Sarah. It was so nice connecting. Yay.